Welcome to Real Life Christianity with Deacon John Lozano. This podcast is about real life and living it in the light of the gospel. Real things, everyday things, relationships at home and work, real issues that the world presents every day. The complexities, difficulties, joys and aspirations of being human. Deacon John is a real guy. A deacon, but also a husband, a dad, a businessman, as well as an experienced counselor, educator, and author. And Deacon John invites us to come as you are as he brings the transformative power of the gospel down from the clouds to real life, your life. Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God, Behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month for her her who is called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today we celebrate the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. It is when Mary was conceived in her mother's womb that she was conceived without sin. There's great controversy over this for many, many centuries within the Catholic community and certainly today with Protestants because St. Paul says all are born in sin. So how can this be? One way to understand it, if there was a trap here set for a a tiger and there's grass over a, a pit and someone fell in it, he or she would wait for someone to send a ladder down to save them and pull them out. But suppose someone walked up to it and before they fell was guided to walk around it and never fell. They were still saved by someone. 
before they fell. Mary is still saved by the saving work of God in Jesus Christ, that timeless salvific grace. But she was saved before she fell. Why? Why do we make such a big deal of this? This has become a dogma of our faith, the center and the heart. Everything we say about Mary is a statement about Jesus and about us. What is the statement here about Jesus? That he's divine. He's human, but fully divine. And the divine one needed a place to be born, knitted into that was without sin. It points to his divinity. What does it say about us? It's all grace. Friends, it's all grace. Mary did nothing for this. She was conceived in grace. We too, friends, were born in grace in our baptism. You and I, almost all of us, were babies. We did nothing for this. It was just given, divine life given to each of us that is never taken back, a sanctifying grace that remains in us that we didn't earn. That grace is also at work in our life. Why are you here today? I've said it so many times, not just because you're upbringing, because of the mystery of God's grace in your life, that we stand here this very day. Friends, it's all grace. He's the son of the divine. It's all grace. Now Mary had to say yes, too, to that grace. And the gospel, boy, did she have to say yes. The angel comes and says, hail, full of grace. There it is. You are full of grace. But now you will bear a son of that most high. It says in here that she was greatly troubled. It's better translated she in Greek, utterly confused. Utterly confused. She had no place to put this in her mind. This yes that was being asked of her. She has no official position. She's of the most powerless in society. She's young in a world that valued age. She's female in a world ruled by men. She's poor in a world that valued wealth. She has neither husband or child to validate her existence at that time. And yet she has found favor with God and will bear God's son. We can't even imagine the utter confusion. She was raised as a Jew. You can't even mention God's name. And now God is going to be knit within me? Think of the extraordinary yes she is asked to. The extraordinary leap in utter confusion. And she says yes. Yes to that grace in utter confusion. Who am I? Who are you? 
You are favored by God. Oh, well, if you knew me, come on. You are favored by God with his grace. And we too are confused by that because we know ourselves all too well. And we know what this life is made of. But a grace has been given to you that you've done nothing for to earn. But you and I, like Mary, in our utter confusion about ourself, about this grace, about life, are called to say yes as well, to cast ourselves in trust of him, to say yes to that grace. Mary, Mother of God, our Mother, pray for us that we too may say yes. thank you for listening and for sharing the good news with Deacon John, who asks you to come back often and support him by subscribing, by rating the site, and please share our site with others in your circle.